You're listening to the All American Actors Podcast, episode 82. In today's episode, we're talking about how to attract a top-level U.S. agent or manager. That's coming up next. Ready to go behind the scenes and learn what it really takes to build a sustainable career as a working actor in the U.S. film and TV industry? Join me, Catherine Beck, your All-American Accent Coach, as I give you the insight and inspiration to take action on your career. Learn my best tips and tricks to performing with an American accent and hear from working actors and other industry professionals to give you a comprehensive overview of this biz we call showbiz. This is the All-American Actors Podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to say a big thank you to my loyal listeners to this podcast, to you. We've been going strong for two years now. It'll actually be two years on the 4th of January and as we move into the new year. I just want to express my gratitude for you being on this journey with me. And you know, I teased something recently in one of the episodes. The reason I'm sharing this with you is because I want you to start thinking about your journey in 2023. Now, being a coach and working with a lot of actors, you know, I've been at it for a very long time. I started acting when I was in high school and I still do voiceovers. So I I do think of that as a form of acting, but I haven't been doing any sort of on-screen or on-stage acting for Uh, quite some time, probably about 10 years. And, you know, people have asked me here and there over the years, why, why aren't you acting? Why aren't you doing it? And, you know, originally I stopped because having kids, it just got to be too much. And I really wanted to be there for my kids and not be on set for several hours in the day. And so I put my acting career in retirement, aside from voiceover. Well, I had a thought recently that I would go back to acting and 2023 is going to be the year. So that is my intention. My goal for 2023 is to take 365 days of the year of 2023 and put my attention into revisiting my acting career so that I can go on the journey alongside with you and share my experiences of my discoveries and what I'm noticing getting back into the game, a reboot. So I thought that would just be a fun thing just to take a year and just see what happens and see, you know, if I still have that spark, that love for acting, or if it's just a fun year, a journey, and then by the end of it, I hang up and I retire my acting boots, acting chops, my, my, I don't know, my, my acting career, I guess. All right. So that's starting in January the 1st. I'm going to go on that adventure with you. So who's coming along the ride with me? We're going to make some discoveries along the way as I create a new acting reel, submit to agents, do all the things. I'm going to share all of my journey with you. And it's going to be super fun and super interesting to see what it's like, you know, is being a little bit older now and jumping back into the industry, what it's going to be like to put myself out there. You know, the the rejection that I will get, the success. I will get 
it's going to be fun. So stay tuned. All right, let's get into today's episode on how to attract a top level US agent or manager. Now, this is a big one. And I hear this from actors all the time asking for advice, what they should do, what they should not do when approaching US agents and managers and and specifically the top level ones, right? What do you do? How do you get their attention? How do you get recognized for your talent? How do you create that desire for them to want to sign you up? There's a few factors involved, so let's break them down. Okay, first off is credits. And this is an interesting one. It's a tricky one as well for various reasons. Obviously, and this is for the parents of kid actors who might be listening in, you know, the younger your kid, the easier it is to not have the credits yet, right? To have the talent, but not the credits. But if you're older, this is where the expectation lies of what have you done? What are your credits? Or for example, if you're a little bit older and maybe you're starting your career a little bit later in life, you're not gonna have those credits. So instead of that, it's gonna be so important who you're studying with and creating opportunities for yourself to create your own credits, right? But I think most importantly, create your own work and utilize social media and different platforms to get yourself out there. For example, a podcast or a YouTube channel or TikTok. So many opportunities to be creating your own work. So that's going to help support the lack of credits. And I think the more that you are utilizing these social platforms as well, it's going to pique the interest of top-level agents and managers because they know that, look, there is something to having a community, a following. When you've got that built in already, you are, in a sense, a personal brand. That's exciting because you're already showing that you've got an audience of people who are interested in your life, interested in your work, and are ready to watch you in the next TV show or movie. So, If you don't have specific TV film credits, then I would definitely be jumping on the social media train and creating your own content. Next is communication. That's a big one, a huge one, and I don't think we do it enough. And this is really key, especially if and when you get that interview with a top level agent or manager. Certain things like that I think we tend to hesitate or not talk about or communicate is so important. And I think the more that you communicate, the better your relationship is with an agent or manager. So for example, let's say you already have the agent or manager. If something is bothering you in your career, let's say you're not getting enough auditions or maybe you're not getting the auditions that you want to get. Maybe you're getting a lot of commercial auditions and not enough feature film auditions or you're getting bit parts and not the lead roles. Your agent, your manager is not a mind reader. So if you can have a conversation with them about this and say, hey, this is my vision for my career moving forward. What do you think? Are you on the same page with me? Do you support me in my choices and, you know, where I see my acting career going? I would think nine times out of 10, they're going to say, yeah, and they're going to be excited because they like the idea that you are forward thinking and you're treating this like a profession, like a business. So I think the more that you can build that communication with your agent, the better. Now, let's say this is the interview and you have not yet gotten the position or been signed up by the agent. Well, 
communication is still going to be important in that interview. And it's about talking yourself up, being, again, forward thinking. You do not want to downplay yourself. You want to talk yourself up. Be proud of your accomplishments and really dive deep into the things that you are planning for the future. You also want to be really specific about the business side of things, your look, your brand, your marketing, your social media, again, all the things that's going to excite them. So for example, if they say, well, you know what, you don't have enough credits, we usually like to have actors who have, let's say 50 credits already, you could say, well, yes, yes, that's true. I realize I don't have enough credits yet, but let me share with you the steps that I'm taking to get those credits. And if you can give them examples of networking and ways that you are opening yourself up to the possibility of getting other credits, well, that's going to look desirable to them because they can see that you are an action taker. And a lot of actors aren't doing that. They're waiting for the phone to ring. They're waiting for their agent to call and give them the audition. All right, so think about communication and building up your communication skills. Next is your look. And the look, this is one of the reasons why I moved away from acting and into voiceover is because I hated having looks be a part of the reason why I didn't book a role. And I found that really challenging when I lived in Hollywood. So this will be an interesting test for me going back into it and knowing that looks are going to be a part a deciding factor as to why I don't get a role or do get a role. And I can tell you as I record this podcast, I can already feel my body resisting this one-year test going, are you sure you want to do this? Put yourself out there. But I've signed up to it. I'm going to do it. And if anyone knows me, I am committed. When I put my mind to do something, I do it. I've got strong integrity in that I can't back down from it. So this one-year experiment, it is happening. All right, so looks. Know your type. What are the type of roles that you are likely going to audition for? But then... Here's the kicker and most important is what makes you unique in auditioning for that type of role. So for example, look at Sandra Bullock back in the day when she was like, you know, in her 20s, like the um, leading woman, uh, the the hero, the ingenue, um, the girl next door, all, all the different sort of titles for that sort of leading role, the romantic comedy, but she also did action and all sorts of different genres. But she was a very sought after leading actor because not only did she fit that type, but she was super talented, super funny, super charismatic. And what she brought to her roles was very different and unique to what other actresses auditioning for the same role may have brought, which is why she got the role or roles. She stood out because she leaned into what makes her unique. And you can see that in her interviews as well. She's always very quirky and funny and, you know, left of center, which I love about her. And she's got confidence and that confidence is exuding and her abilities. And she's like a magnet. People are drawn to her and want to work with her. So she's got that star quality. Another actor that comes to mind back in the day as well is Julia Roberts, who you know, not only was she gorgeous, like so 
unbelievably attractive and and fit like that leading actor role very nicely. She really knew how to command a role. She has such fierce confidence, especially you can hear it in her interviews. And she's just got this way about her. When she smiles, she lights up a room, she lights up the screen, and she really owns each role where you think, I cannot imagine anyone else playing that role but Julia Roberts. So those are two examples of leading actors, both very different, but both very much in tune with what makes them unique, and they bring it to their roles, and they book a lot. All right, so this is all starting to tie into the next thing I want to talk about, which is brand. And for those that know me, that have worked with me, especially this past year, I am a big stickler on brand with my students because it's what automatically gets the attention of the agent is when you know your brand. And not many actors do. And when you do, agents and managers, let me tell you, they take notice. They get excited. Why? Because it tells them that you're treating this like a business. You understand that It's about making money. An agent is an agent, not for the love of the craft like you. They may like working in TV and film, but they're in it for the money. They are in it to make a living as an agent because they enjoy that profession, but they enjoy making money from that profession. It is not for the craft. They are not performing. You are. So when they know that the actor respects that this is a business, they get excited. So the more that you can share with them about your brand, the easier it is for them to get to know you and the easier it is for you to get the auditions that you want that are gonna allow your talent to shine and book more. So if we can learn anything from this, my tip for you is to trust your instincts, trust your choices, Make strong choices that make sense for you and your character. And when you use that as supporting evidence to show your agent or your manager your talent, that's going to instantly attract them and want to sign you up. And instincts ties in with that star quality, which is something that, you know, actors like Sandra Bullock and Julia Roberts clearly have. It's that thing that you can't put your finger on. I think most actors have it, but most actors don't know how to find it within them, to trust themselves, to trust what makes them unique, to trust their own star quality, that they have the ability to be a star. Each of us have it in our own way. For some of us, it's more obvious than others. I think each of us have it, that certain type of star quality. Because it's what makes us us. It's what makes us unique. It's what makes us stand out. For me, it was always performance instead of conversation. Like I think of sort of like star quality in actors. Like you could really nail it in the performance or you could be super charismatic outside of the performance and in the conversation. I lean into performance and that's where I find my star quality. That's what I express to the agent or the manager is really watching my materials to get that star quality from me way so more than in the interview. But here's the kicker with getting top level US agents and managers is this. Most of them are going to want a referral. How do you get the referral if you don't know anyone if you're just starting out? That's a tricky one, isn't it? So here's the thing. If you want to get referrals, you got to start taking action. 
Start working with top-level acting coaches. Start building your network, your community, getting in touch and knowing different types of industry professionals. Everyone starts somewhere. We all start from zero and we all work our way up. And the beautiful thing is you never know who you meet today who is quote unquote a nobody. They might be a very special somebody in the industry, let's say five, 10 years from now. So build those relationships. Get in really good acting classes. Possibilities are endless and it may not take you that long to get a really strong referral and then use that to get an interview with a top level manager or agent. So always be studying for that very reason. But also you should always be studying. (laughs) Always be studying, learning, observing, and working. The work never stops as an actor. So enjoy it. Enjoy it and keep on going. All right, that is it for today's episode. I hope this has inspired you to reach out for the stars in 2023 to perhaps up-level your representation and take charge of your career. And as we wrap up this last episode of the year, I wish you a very wonderful new year. All exciting things and all the possibilities coming your way in 2023. And, you know, if the U.S. industry is a top priority of focus for you in 2023, and let's say you're still struggling with your American accent or bringing your accent into performance, performing freely as an authentic American character, I want to let you know that the doors to All-American Voice are going to be opening at the end of January. So now is the time. If you have not yet put yourself on the wait list for All American Voice, do so today while you can. While we still got the wait list up, you can head over to katherinebeck.com forward slash AAV dash waitlist. I'll pop it in the show notes and you'll be the first to know as soon as we open up the doors to enrollment. And let me know if you loved this episode. Take a screenshot of the show. Share it with me on your Instagram story. Why don't you? And tag me in it at Catherine underscore Beck underscore. You can find me there. If you got any questions or topics you'd like to hear me talk about, send me a DM and let me know. And coming up next week on the show, I am sharing with you why you need to stop focusing on the American accent when you get a U.S. audition. Now, make sure to share the show with all your actor friends. Let them know what's coming up next week and invite them to tune in with you and learn how to become the all-American actor so you can be the working actor you dream to be. And I'll see you back here next time.